Hey friends, it's Mark James and welcome to today's episode of Hey Friends. It's three minutes to nine, it's half time on the England game. England are of course playing the Czech Republic while Scotland face off against Croatia. I've just seen happen what I've been saying would happen since the beginning of this tournament. Get Jack Grealish on as a starter and watch what happens. Jack Grealish started the game at last and um, off we go. You know, we've got a goal provided by him in the first 20 minutes. I mean, he didn't score. Raheem Sterling scored, but he created the cross. And it's been fantastic. And I don't think that would have happened if not for the fact that Billy Gilmore, the Scotland player, he's been uh, he's been tested positive for COVID. So his teammate at Chelsea, Mason Mount, who's playing for England, has also gone into self-isolation because they've obviously been hanging out. And... Um, so he's out of the squad. So that's made way for Grealish to get in. And it probably wouldn't have happened. And then, you know, combining that with the fact that Phil Foden is on a yellow card. And so Southgate obviously doesn't want to play him. Because if he gets a second yellow, then he misses the next round. And as England are already through, that's pointless. So he's not even got him in the squad. So I think that it's it's finally, you know, that, that being pressed... Not going with the players that on paper look like they might be your best options. Grealish is just one of those players who every time he gets the ball, something happens. And at international games like this, that's what you need. You know, you haven't got teams that work in tight, strict, week-on-week formations like a club level. You need players that can just make something happen. So I'm glad to see that's what's going on. Anyway, we're in half-time, so enough about football for the minute. Uh, we've driven back today from my mum's house. We went to visit my mum yesterday, as you know, and woke up there this morning. Sarah and I had a bit of a late night because we stayed out with uh, my friend Tom and went to Durham and had some drinks and went to an Italian restaurant after I last recorded and had a pizza. My pizza was a bit average, to be fair. Sarah had a aubergine... What was it? What did you have? An aubergine parmesan. Now, I like a chicken one, but see, she had an aubergine one. To be fair, that was very nice. And Tom's pizza, actually, which was pepperoni, was very nice. It was just mine with chicken on, which was a bit dry. The uh, the crusts, which I didn't eat, the outer edge, were very much like breadsticks. And so that's not what I was into, but never mind. Uh, it was all right, apart from that. And then we did have some nice ice cream today as well. So Sarah and Joshua and I, we got up from my mum's and we got in the car and we drove back via a little town called Barnard Castle. Barnard Castle is a historic uh, castle town, like an old old English, you know, fortress type town with a castle and uh, almost a moat. It has a river running around it and stuff. It's very nice. We popped there and we went to a little place that... Um, was a bit sort of Alice in Wonderland themed, and we thought this might be all right. We sat down. The chef was cooking, delivering food himself, and occasionally ringing stuff up on the till. Then they also had a waiter guy on as well, who um, spent most of the time looking at on his phone. So we didn't have huge hopes, but Joshua was happy, and he'd already picked something he wanted to order. Joshua had Eggs Royale, um, which is, of course like Eggs Benedict, but with salmon instead of ham. Sarah had a prawn jack of potato, and I foolishly had pork gyros. Is it gyros or gyros? Because when the chef brought it out, he said, there's your gyro. How do they pronounce it? Because it would sound weird to say, there's your gyro. 
But I always thought it was pronounced gyros. How do you pronounce that? Gyros or gyros? If anyone's Greek, um, that would be information. We'd, oh, look at that. That's an interesting... Uh, quite a few different players are warming up for England, which is going to be interesting whether or not they get on. Uh, Jordan Henderson is warming up, who plays for England. And uh, they haven't played him yet, I don't think. No, they haven't. I mean, that's the other thing as well. For me, Harry Kane is useless. He's still been a ghost. He's only had one shot on target the whole tournament, three games in. T to me, I wouldn't even be starting him, let alone having him as captain. Get Jordan Henderson on as captain or, I mean, Jordan Henderson's fitness is questionable. Now that Harry, Harry Maguire's back from in uh, injury and he's on the pitch, he should be the captain. He's practically captain in any way. If you watch the footage, he seems to be telling everyone what to do. Anyway, off football again. So we're in this place. And I ate a bit of my food, but I, the plate was swimming in water, quite literally, water all around the plate. And I'm thinking, what is happening here? And I just realised that some of my pork was boiling hot, some of it was cold. It had clearly been microwaved to within an inch of its life. And so I wasn't happy, so I left it. And then Sarah's potato was cold. My chips looked like they'd been cooked about 12 times. But Joshua was well happy with his eggs royale. I mean, to be fair, oh, J Jordan Henderson's coming on for Declan Rice. Interesting. I mean, now, essentially on the pitch, you've got the team that I would have picked for my starting eleven. aside from I'd have put Phil Foden on instead of Harry Kane. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Anyway, so um, when it gets to the end and it's time to pay... I go up to the counter and I say to the guy who's the waiter, I say, my uh, food was terrible. And he went, oh, you can tell the chef if you want. He's right behind you. Which, let's be fair, is a very unprofessional way to handle this situation. To then palm me off and have to say that to the chef as well. So the chef comes up behind me and uh, he said, everything all right, mate? And I went, no. I said, my food wasn't good. And he said, what was wrong with that? I said, well... The plate is quite literally swimming with water, which, and some of my pork was boiling, some of it was freezing. So that would suggest that it's been microwaved and not properly. And, you know, why we micro, I mean, how long does it take to cook a bit of pork for this dish? No time at all. So it's not, it's not great. And his response was. Well, it does, and that's why it wasn't a good choice. Because pork like that is like hanging well yeah but it, well what i'm saying is it, i'm just saying if it's on your menu you should be making it properly well yeah but you wouldn't choose it in a little cafe that sells other stuff so you're saying it's my fault well i automatically when you said that's what you've ordered because i went the car thought that's a disaster but why is it on the menu if they can't cook it well, exactly that's the problem with half of the cases isn't it yeah it shouldn't have had alarm bells meant it's not a greek restaurant and this is a random thing to have on the menu. Well, it shouldn't have been on the menu. But that's why. Sometimes when I, I go the other way, when I see a random thing on the menu like that, I think if that's there... Especially when it was... That's a passion project, the chef's yeah, pawn. potatoes, salads, breakfast yeah. items, and then a random box that had seafood and chips and chips. Chips and chips. Chips and chips. That was a bit strange. Giros or gyros or whatever we want to call it. Gyro. Mm -hmm. Um... <laughs> Something else. It was just random box of random stuff that he obviously microwaved. Well, I thought that they were like the chef's passion projects. Yeah. I mean, he could have a little, you know, what they should do if they're going to do that is have two or three pork dishes on the menu where they can get that pork, 
used because they were doing chicken ones as well. I've got hiccups. Can you say something while I hold my breath for these hiccups? Oh, hiccup. Holding your breath is the only way to get rid of them. But Sarah's not willing to fill in the gap, so I'm going to persevere anyway. So I told him it wasn't good. And the chef's response was, well, we sell loads of them. I mean, what does that even mean? So I said, <laughs> and I have to admit before I tell you this, that Sarah thought that this was a very strange thing to say, although she did understand my point. But knowing that the people in there didn't know me and they don't know the way that I generally talk to people, they didn't know what I would have meant, you know. Anyway, so he said, we sell loads of them. And I said, well, I could stick my finger up loads of people's asses, but it wouldn't mean that any of them enjoyed it. <laughs> and I suppose what I was trying to communicate was that causation is not causality. We've talked about this before, haven't we? Just because loads of people buy it doesn't mean that it's a good dish. The question is, how many people come back and have it again? You can't judge whether or not it's good because it looks good, doesn't it? Everybody loves pork gyros. They're a very, very, very popular dish. And they're usually, oh, Pickford's picked that up easy. They're usually very popular. Um, and they're one of my favourites. I order that all the time. We've got a place in Preston where I get it from. I order it. It's lovely. But, you know, the fact that loads of people order it doesn't mean that it's good. If loads of people had it twice, or if he went, our regular customers order this more than anything, then I'd have said, well, maybe it's me, or maybe it's having an off day. But all he said was, and quite, you know, abruptly, well, we sell loads of them as if I was a moron. So I said, well, I could stick my finger up, I could stick my finger up loads of people's asses, but it wouldn't mean that they enjoyed it. Now, he did what most people do in this situation, faced with an inability to argue against the point. Because clearly... If he's got a tongue and lips and a mouth that opens, he knows that his gyros are shit as well because he must have tasted them. So he argued with me. He argued against the way that I'd spoken to him. But the waiter was a massive guy, but the chef was somewhat of a more diminutive chap. So maybe he didn't want to get into my face and have a bit of a row. So instead of arguing with me, he said, is that your wife over there? And I said, yes. Now, at this point, if he goes and has a go at Sarah, I'm ready to throw him through the front counter window. But instead, he walks up to Sarah and says, does he normally speak to people like this, as rude as that? And Sarah quite rightly went, yeah, to be fair, he does, actually. <laughs> and I've never felt more proud. I thought, well, at least people in this place are getting to know me. Because you know what? Can't cook. Don't cook. If you can cook, only cook what you can... Oh, what's a decent cross? Only cook what you can actually cook. Putting pork gyros on your menu when you don't know how to make it is a poor decision. So, if you do go to an Alice in Wonderland-themed place, and I don't want to name them because it might be libelous, um, but there's only one, but there might be two, and in therein lies the doubt, and that stops this from being libelous. In Barnard Castle... And they happen to have that dish on the menu. Don't order it. That was the thing as well. He did knock it off the bill, to be fair to him, which I wouldn't have cared about, you know. I wasn't after money off. I just wanted to tell him the way that you're cooking this is clearly not up to scratch. 
But he said, uh, I didn't even get a chance to remonstrate with that because I said, it's all right, I'll pay for it. But uh, he didn't. He went, take that off the bill to the other lad. He said to me, he said, take that off the bill. And he looked at me and he went, and don't come back. And I said, what would the chances be of that happening? (laughs) Why would I come back? The food's so bad that I've sought to complain about it. And upon complaining about it, we've got into an actual row. Why the fuck would I come back? So anyway, that was our lovely day out in Violet Castle. But then we all went to this uh, lovely place which uh, sold Italian ice cream. Now, having been to an Italian restaurant last night with Sarah and Tom and brushed up on the old Italian, you know, buongiorno, uh, peril conto, por favor, for the bill, and uh, grazie, ciao bella, and all that. Having brushed up on my Italian, I was feeling like I'd want to get into it today. I was thinking, oh, I'll, get, I'll try a bit of Italian on these lovely Italian people. So I said to them, are you Italian? And he said in a strong Yorkshire accent, distantly. <laughs> because the whole place, the vibe, was those flags, Italian flags everywhere. It said on the windows and on the walls, till the sweat drips from my balls. <laughs> what is that song, babe? What's that song? Do you know that song? From the window to the walls to the sweat drips from my balls. Skeet, skeet. Who is that? Do you know it, though? Yeah. It's some song, in it? Anyway. All you there, motherfuckers. <laughs> All you there, motherfuckers. Sarah just sang it a bit. My, and, um, <laughs> my neck. My, my back. Neck. No, it's not that, is it? It's similar. It? No, no, it's a different song. It's just similar. Who is it? Yeah. Um... But yeah, so from the window to the walls, yeah, it said all over the place, the real taste of Italy, but they weren't Italians. But being Italians or not, their ice cream was delicious. I had two scoops of uh, Ferrero Rocher with a bit of lemon meringue scoop in the middle just to break up the chocolate, which was a very, very good decision. Sarah had a favourite, which is pistachio, and uh, Joshua had something else. I don't know what did Joshua have. You remember? Mint chocolate chip. He always gets mint chocolate chip, doesn't he? Pistachio. He loves a mint chocolate chip. I hate it. It's too cold. Mint in ice cream makes something that's already cold even colder. Mint makes ice cream painfully cold. Too much. Anyway, that's today's podcast. The game's back on. As you can tell, I've been watching it, but uh, not too much action yet. Anyway, that's that's the day. Say bye friends. Bye the friends. <laughs> bye friends.